Hey, Ashley. Hey, Renee. I don't remember the last time I've called you Ashley. I almost was like, wow. Hey, Ashley. I wish I had a name where it was like, like Ash, Ashley. Well, I guess Tear. Never mind. <laughs> Moving on. Did you, <laughs> did you know popsicles were invented by an 11 year old by accident? I had no idea. In 1905, an 11-year-old boy named Frank Epperson left soda powder and water outside overnight with its wooden stirrer still in the cup. The mixture had frozen in the chilly nighttime weather, and so the Epsicle was born. That's what they called it at first. Interesting. He sold the treat around his neighborhood, then nearby amusement parks, and then he even patented his recipe, and years later, he changed the name to Popsicle because that's what the kids would call. And then he got a truck and started playing music while he drove around the neighborhood. Then he got Delivering Popsicles. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now he lives in Beverly Hills somewhere. On 1905. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He's dead, right? Oh, sh- 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 oh okay. <laughs> let's, let's not damper this. <laughs> 
<laughs> Guys, welcome back to Unsolicited Advice. Ooh, I'm Ashley. Uh, That's Taryn. This is our second episode for the day, and we are on pray one. for us. Is we Grump Ash still here? Uh, is what? Grump Ash? Or has she been <laughs> elevated Listen, to... Grump Ash is a lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> she never leaves. What is Grump Ash? I She's feel always like she, here. She, you're like, it's like feisty Grump Ash, and then just like zombie Grump Ash. Yeah, I feel feisty today. Numb. I don't know why. I don't know what's going on. I'll fight with you. I know you will. <laughs> I can't handle it today. I love fighting. <laughs> God, pray. <laughs> Let's all pray for Taryn's future partner. No, literally, my ex and I fought. I fight so healthy. <laughs> so I, healthy. I wish if this was a YouTube video, I would a thousand it percent is. edit how many times you've said that on this podcast oh my god because <laughs> i fight so healthy because I fight you know so what healthy. people people you included mm-hmm. are so afraid to fight mm-hmm. because i think just the word fight is so aggressive it's negative it has but a negative tone to it i think it's so productive and it can be like i think it can be yeah so that's why i say like i when when i say oh i love to fight yeah and you're like oh pray for her husband like i i'm not like this psycho who's like oh did you drop that cup on the floor like it's not like that <laughs> I but know it's that. like let's talk about it let's uh-uh. get into it and let's better our relationship yes. i love it we fought so well i think that's why the relationship lasted longer than it need to needed yeah. to should it have lasted four years no no was that a waste of time it was a learning lesson <laughs> It was a lesson learned. It was high pitch. Um, Yeah. Anyways, (laughs) moving on. Um, What's up? (laughs) What was that? (laughs) I don't know. Did you just brain fart? No. um, I wanted to tell you something. Okay. So because I'm like (laughs) famous, I got sent shampoo and conditioner, which mother, I forgot what, what it is. I think it's from L'Oreal. Okay. I think. I will I will post the bottles on our Instagram. Perfect. Because I can't remember what it is. But have you ever had that moment where like you smell a scent and you're literally transformed into like yes. a different memory? Yes. So I start washing my hair with the shampoo and it took me a while to connect it. But immediately I felt like I was in love, like happy, blissful, just like in love. Yeah. And I connected it to there was this bottle of perfume. It was like it's it's been discontinued. So I'm so sad because I would wear it every day. Mm -hmm. It was like this circle. It was blue and it had like flowers in it. Okay, I can't remember what it was called. But I was obsessed with that scent. I've never experienced where I've been so obsessed with the scent before. And I would wear that literally nonstop every day when I was talking to my like high school love, like my first kiss. Like, Got it. So immediately I was like in love. I was like singing. I was so happy. Yeah. And it was all because I whiffed this shampoo. Oh, my God. I Isn't fully believe it is wild what your minds hold on to. Mm-hmm. Um, I I also have so many good feelings that come around. Coco Chanel, the green one. Okay. Was one of my first like splurges for perfumes. And I took it on all my first. I turned 21 the year I got that that perfume Mm -hmm. nothing but good memories happened that year like the best memories and like i every time i smell it it literally brings me back there's that and like juicy couture 
I had that. Yeah. And that, yeah, that was a good one too. Yeah. But nothing beats Coco Chanel because that's when I started like traveling more. And it's just instantly, you're like light, takes you're you right back, back and whatever. Takes you right back there. Ugh. I even remember like my ex's uh, cologne, anytime I smell it, immediately. Like it's just, I'm yeah. there. I see him. Yes. I, I can like, I can smell him. I'm That's like, oh my nuts. God, it's so wild. I'm sure there's so much like cool science around like how scent receptors are yeah. tied to like well, it's whatever. One of your senses. It's, yeah. it's just, it, it helps create this. Like they say the more of the senses that you use, the more you'll remember that memory. Yeah. So if you like want to remember a person, like touch them, smell them, <laughs> lick them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm all snacky. But like, if you are able to use all of yeah. them, then that memory becomes like solidified in you. And that's why smell is like such a huge thing. Dude, that's freaking cool. I can't wait for people to to smell a labo and think of me. Right? <laughs> you always tell me, you'll be like, you smell like you. And I'm like, what does that mean? You, you're like not perfume. You as a human being, your body smells like your parents' house. My parents' house. What kind of smell is it? It smells a little. It smells a little. You were you going to say musty? No, it smells. You made an M. I was like, girl, not mu- not musty in a bad way, but like you know, like a home has like a not damp. What's the word? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm These trying to think not, of a, I'm trying to think of a better word. These words. are not scents that you want you associated smell, with you yourself. You smell like your parents' house, and I swear it's because you're at your parents' house all the time, and I think it's just on you. I smell musty and damp. No, those are bad vocabulary. <laughs> but you smell like ex- every time I give you a hug, I smell your parents' house. Wow. In a not a bad way. It's just it's just it is it is on wow. you. I need to rethink. <laughs> My life choices. <laughs> Good times. Okay. Um, oh wait, can we can we say something for a second? Yeah. I recently learned I went to a a brewery and I learned that in order to become a beer taste tester, you have to go through a course where you are taught vocabulary to help you express what you're tasting. You should do that and, and then, then tell me what I smell Exactly. <laughs> and then I just talked to someone at a wedding last weekend who was talking about fragrance. And she said, oh, something that they do now for like perfume fragrances and stuff like that is they have you go through courses to learn vocabulary to express what you're smelling. Yeah, because there's only so many ways you can say like... How many ways can you say smoky? Smoky. (laughs) Floral. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's genius because like how else would I say, oh, it smells like, tastes like honey. Yeah. How else can I say, you know? Sweet. Clearly, what I'm saying here is that I need to take one of those courses. (laughs) Yes, you do. (laughs) Now that the entire world thinks I smell like a freaking damp washcloth (laughs) thrown in the garage for a while. No, it just smells like your parents' house. Whatever. Um, do you have a turn it up? I do. Perf. Perf. All right, this one is titled Everyone Loves a Good Tripping and Falling Story. Yes, we do. <laughs> Let's dive into it. Hey, Taryn and Ashley, I hope you are both doing well. My name is Emily. I'm 26 years old. And boy, do I have a good tearing it up for you. I actually had started writing a different tearing it up that was so close to sending it. But this one literally just happened last week, and it's too good not to share. Wow. Plus, I just listened to your most recent episode at the time that I was writing this, where Taryn talks about falling at Coachella. Yeah. And I feel like the timing of the story is just too perfect. Taryn, I hope this makes you feel less alone. Thank you. Still recovering, by the way. <laughs> Pray for her ankle. When it's cold outside. <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> 
continuing, last week, my husband, my sister, and my friend and I all went to a concert together. I hadn't been to a concert since the pandemic started, so I was so excited. Before we left, I threw on a hoodie and some ripped jeans. This will come into play later. My husband was the only one out of the four of us who had been to this venue before. And while we were driving, he said, you guys need to check out the bathrooms there because they're super cool. After standing in the longest line ever, we made our way to the venue and enjoyed listening to the first two musicians. There was a break before the headliner, so I turned to my sister and my friend and said, let's go check out those bathrooms. Since I had never been to this venue before, I wasn't sure where they were. My husband said they were upstairs and pointed to the staircase towards the back of the theater. The three of us made our way in that direction, weaving through the crowd. I was in the lead and there were a few girls in front of me also making their way up the stairs. I followed them. My sister and my friend were close behind me. At the top of the staircase, you had to turn to the left to get to the merch tables and the bathrooms. I must have been so focused on following the girls in front of me and looking for the bathroom signs that I completely missed the fact that when you turn left at the top of the stairs, there's one more deadly step. Uh Uh-oh. The next thing I knew, the floor was flying towards my face. My arms were flailing. I tried to grab something near me to keep my face from planting. That thing just so happened to be a trash can that was not very sturdy. So it started going down with me. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So I quickly abandoned that plan and resolved to landing front first on the floor, barely catching myself with my hands and scraping my bare knees, those darn ripped jeans on the not so soft carpet. People around me gasped and were staring. I quickly got up, laughed, and exclaimed, I promise I only had two sips of beer tonight. Clever. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put a pin in that. That was good. That was good. Yeah. Uh, which was true because my husband let me have some sips of his beer, and I didn't want everyone thinking I was drunk. LOL. <laughs> my friend behind me asked if I was okay, and somehow my sister had missed seeing the entire thing and asked what all of the commotion was. <laughs> We walked to the bathrooms, which were really cool. It had a lounge vibe, and the sinks were basically small rain showers that you turn on with a pedal with your foot, which was kind of fun. I went into one of the stalls to pee and inspected my knees. They were already starting to sting pretty bad from the rug burn. I was bummed because I didn't want this to ruin my night. However, at that moment, I realized that this would make a great tearing it up. Shut up. I love that you thought of us. I love that you thought of us. I smiled, went out and washed my hands, and then we joined my husband again for the rest of the show. He felt bad about my injury, so he got me a rum and coke. What a gem. Even though my knees stung, I was able to enjoy the rest of the concert knowing (laughs) that this would make a funny story to tell. I love that. I've always been able to laugh at myself pretty easily, but I just wanted to say thank you for giving me another reason to laugh off these ridiculous moments and not take myself too seriously. Also, pray for my knees. The recovery has been slow. Gosh. <laughs> love you guys, Emily. I Emily love that she was like, oh, sending this into the podcast. I love that immediately, like after shaking it off, she says a clever joke, which is our our number one like mm-hmm. how to get out of an mm-hmm. embarrassing situation laugh at yourself because everyone else is probably doing it and you might as well yeah um and then i love that t- same as taryn i love that you thought of us the second you did it and was like ha writing it in that's amazing so oh, good man. so good falling down i i swear it used to happen all the time the and then i went get. through this phase where i was like staying upward and then recently staying what Upward, like I'm not falling all the time. 
Oh, yeah. I think just the older you get, your body just doesn't. You mm. you get out of. You, we're in our thirties. Also, when you got a bum ankle, apparently you're prone to fall more. Often. <laughs> I love when you say bum ankle. My bum I picture ankle. when it became a bum ankle. Dude. And it was hilarious. Yeah. No fun. No fun. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Okay, you want to dive into your story? Yep. We put the fun in dysfunctional. Oh, let's let's unpack that. Oh, oh, we will. Hi, Ashley and Taryn. I absolutely love your podcast and I'm completely caught up. It's kind of sad, though, because now I have to wait a week for each one. Yeah. Ash, I will Me say. after I finished Game of Thrones. <laughs> right. <laughs> or caught up. But when I got into podcasts... Like all of the ones that I actually am obsessed with, I remember getting to this point and being like, oh, mm-hmm. like I have to wait. And and that just makes me when people say this, I'm like, oh, my God. Like the fact yeah. that people like listen to our podcast and are like, oh, this is like of one of my way? go to podcasts. Yeah. Like it just makes my life, you know, makes my life. <laughs> OK, my name is Madeline. Yes, you can say my name. And wow. I'm 23. What? We're on a roll today with names. I know. I'm getting married next month and I'm feeling pretty frustrated. Wait, congrats. I know. Congratulations. That's awesome. Throughout wedding planning, I've gotten zero support from family and friends. I chose my sister, who's 18, as my maid of honor, and she hasn't been there for me. When I ask her if she wants to help plan, she says, no, thanks. And leaves it at that. (laughs) Can I say something really quick? (laughs) I have Alicia, my sister, is going to be my maid of honor. I can foresee her hiring 
people oh, to do everything. One thousand percent. So I can see me being like, hey, what's going on with this? And her being like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. What's going to happen is like Alicia is going to be like, okay, so like Terry and you want to help plan? And then no. it's going to be like, just like me doing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she'll be like she, oh I'll buy this I'll do this so funny she's so, so true okay all my sisters and future in-laws shut down when we try to talk about our wedding I think they are treating it more as a funeral he's gotten comments about them losing him and he doesn't love them like he used to both my sisters and fiance sisters couldn't make time for a bridal shower for me which I hate um, isn't that their like biggest literally thing? They're all super busy and no one could throw one. So my aunt stepped in and is throwing one instead. I've gotten, I've also gotten in many arguments about the rehearsal dinner because they only want their side of the family who's traveling here and want to keep it at 25 to 35 people. We have offered to pay for my side or suggested that they have maybe a fancy after party that was invite only, but they didn't like any of those ideas, which, by the way, I thought those were both very good compromises. Yeah, I think those are really great compromises. Like, not only, okay, like, if you're not if you're not cool with me pitching in to pay, then, like, why don't we do, like, a rehearsal dinner that's super chill and then, like, an intimate thing? Like, yeah. Those are great compromises. Yeah. Uh, my mother-in-law is now saying it's her event and we can't take it over and make it a welcoming what party. What a classic in-law. Monster-in-law. What in -law. a classic. That is literally what the movies depict as mm -hmm. the in-laws being. That is so mm -hmm. funny. Yep. Spicy Ash. I don't like her. I know. My parents have been my number one supporter in all of this. They love my fiance and are super excited for us to get married. I think part of this is that I'm a people pleaser and super easygoing. I'm trying to create healthy boundaries with my future in-laws and sisters and not go into marriage as a doormat because we are going to be living super close to them. We have had issues with jokes that I'm trashy in trailer park and then walking oh. into our house unannounced looking through the windows. Oh, <laughs> yeah the fact that you just casually say that as like stuff you're used to I'm already like uh no <laughs> mm, red flag my not uh, hard pass uh, no I would get a ring camera I would close all my blinds oh my god yeah I, see I don't think I could live by my parents or in-laws or anyone really no I totally I literally could, told my parents they can't would... move anywhere near me that is a easy drive. <laughs> oh, I, I could live down the street from my parents, but also like there would be healthy boundaries in place for sure. My fiance and I are on the same page in all of this, but I don't want to drive him from his family. My main question, how do I convey what I want with a rehearsal dinner without being a bridezilla? How do I set healthy boundaries with family without ruining relationships? So far in trying to create those boundaries, I've caused issues in my future family and it's rough. Thank you for listening. This has honestly been so helpful writing this all out. With love, Madeline. P.S. I've attached a picture of us from our engagement shoot. Well, you guys are adorable. Freaking adorable. You guys are adorable. Also, you should always wear that color blue. Yeah. Dear God, you're so cute. And he's so cute. And you guys look so happy. So what bothers me the most is Tell that us, you feel bad for getting what you want for your wedding. 
And, you know, this doesn't always happen, but stereotypically, you're supposed to have like one wedding in your life. That's your moment. Yeah, it's that's, your day. That is your day. You know, like that's the day where you get to pick the food. Everyone's coming to celebrate you. You get to get all dressed up and everyone's supposed to shower you with love and mm-hmm. gifts and support you and mm-hmm. your new future spouse. It's not about the in-law. It's not about the sister. Yeah. It's not about the friends. It's literally about no one else but you and your future husband. But that's like literally probably the smallest percentage of how actual like weddings happen. No, for Which sure. So sad. Oh, it's it's horrible. But I uh, I wish I could. I wish you had a friend that could like step in and do this for you because literally me and every wedding. That's, that's <laughs> what needs to happen. You shouldn't have to be dealing with this. But someone needs to remind the in law, Linda. And I'm gonna go ahead. What if her and say name really it. is Linda? That'd be amazing. It should be your husband. Yeah. And I don't know where he is in this situation. I don't know um, if he's like, I don't want to plan this wedding. But that's his mom, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to ruin the future relationship with my future in law either. I would tell my husband to get his mom in check. Yeah, this is our wedding. Yeah, and she's causing a lot of drama that's really affecting me. Yeah. So, in the most loving way. I would get your husband to yeah. take care of that. Yeah. Uh, also, the 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 friends, the the bridesmaids, the maid of honor that aren't no one's doing anything. You can pop off on them. Yeah, <laughs> they're your friend. They can handle it. Um, I get this being scared with the in law though. Yeah. That's, that's a different situation. Yeah, it's so funny because like, you know, I I joke about it all the time, but it is a very sad fact about me. I've been in literally like a hundred weddings. Taryn is 27 dresses. I've been in weddings where when I was asked to be in the wedding, I was like, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Because I am, I feel like I am that person for a lot of people who people are like, I can rely on her. Like Mm -hmm. she'll help me do whatever, you know? I've been in weddings where the maids of honors and people sucked and the bride called me crying and was like, can you play on my bachelorette? Like, I. so I've seen all the sides. I've never been in a wedding where there wasn't some type of drama Mm -hmm. or at the end of the wedding, it resulted with people who no longer talk to this day. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Because for whatever reason, weddings bring out the actual worst in people, which is so sad because it's genuinely supposed to be just this beautiful celebration of love. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying this to you. Because hopefully you find some solace in that of like, you're not alone. People Mm -hmm. are the worst. Mm -hmm. I think that unfortunately, I think it's come to a place where there almost needs to be a like, hey, Ash, I would love for you to be in my wedding. Here are the expectations I have for that. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. you need to be involved in like planning this. You need to be involved in planning this. The dress is going to be about this much. I would also love that. because Travel is going to be about this much. Yeah. And then go from there. Coming as coming from the friend perspective, I have never. I've been a, I've been a maid of honor once, and it was a very different kind of wedding. Mm-hmm. I genuinely have never thrown a bachelorette. Yeah, I would actually appreciate whoever asked me to be the maid of honor to give me a list of what to do because that's how I work. Yeah, I don't think that's considered bridezilla at all. No. I think you giving yourself that title isn't fair because if you want to have a wedding done your way, you have to tell people what to do. 
probably well that's why I'm probably gonna hire a wedding planner yeah because <laughs> like I've never done it and I wouldn't expect a friend who you know doesn't hasn't done one either if it, if we're asking someone like me yeah so I would want a list yeah or obviously hire it out but yeah I don't think that's and bridezilla if your family's not stepping it up like god bless your aunt for stepping it up yeah, that's but very also kind. like Ask other friends, like ask people like to be involved and to help. Like there are people that are not selfish and who are going to want to be there for your special day. So if that means you need to like ask other people, Mm -hmm. then do it. You know, also, I don't think you need to follow tradition that strictly. If you want to have your maid of honor be your maid of honor and not plan the wedding. You can have other friends. Well, not the wedding, like, just like the shower and bachelorette. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can have other friends yeah. who are capable of doing that. Yeah. Like, you can talk to them, give them the rundown. If they're good with it, like, they can help plan it. It can be more of a group yeah. effort. And then the freaking maid of honor who doesn't want to do it, like, doesn't have to. Yeah. You know? Um, I don't think you ha- the maid of honor should have to. No, I mean, if, it's if, traditionally. If she's not capable yeah. of doing it. <laughs> but, yeah, if she's obviously showing she can't, then, yeah, reach out to other people. Yeah. Um. I think I think what's really important is especially if you're going into this scene you have a dramatic group mm-hmm. you have to be so intentional about planning out and finding those specific moments that just you and your husband can enjoy during your day and those are the things you focus on and those are the things you prioritize over like other stuff you yeah. know um now okay about this freaking rehearsal dinner (laughs) if now see okay i don't know what your confrontation style is Mm -hmm. i also don't know what your husband's relationship with his mom is like because i knowing me if i saw my husband who had a really unhealthy relationship with his mom Mm -hmm. to the point where like maybe he's kind of afraid of her maybe he's got some like ptsd from confronting her i could see myself being like, hey, let's back down because I don't want you to go through this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go through this. However, if they just have a typical like mother-son relationship, I would say, hey, it, whether you want to do this on your own, whether you want to call a meeting <laughs> like the mafia with the families, yeah. whatever it is, this whole her just saying what she wants and us bowing down, like mm-hmm. it's not going to fly. Yeah, Unless you feel comfortable to talk to her too, like, I would just be like, look, Linda, yeah. my family not coming is not an option. I've yeah. provided you with multiple compromises. If you want to provide me with some compromises, we can find a middle ground. But them not going is not, it's my wedding. Yeah. I want my family there. That's not an option. Yeah. And, I, and then to add on top of that, it's your husband's wedding too. Yeah. This should when you talk to Linda, if you do end up having this I love that conversation, we named her Linda. Um, <laughs> you need to use we. Yeah. Because it has nothing to do with just you yeah. or just him. You guys are getting married. This is her son's wedding also. And her son wants your family there. Yeah. So use we like, but also like it sounds like we have a boundaries issue yeah. in general because yeah. the fact that Peaking they just the come windows? into your house, like that stuff that mm-hmm. needs to be talked about, like mm-hmm. that needs to be addressed. Of mm-hmm. saying like, hey, we are being very protective of our home and our intimate time together. So 
you need to give a heads up before you come over and that should cover the boundary. But like there has to be stuff that he's sticking to, too, whether that means like you guys change the locks, whether that means you guys say like, hey, like we're going to move if this doesn't like stop, Hmm. whatever it is. It sounds like Linda and her crew have a hard time being told what to do. So you guys got to nip that in the butt right now, because otherwise, like that's a long life. Yeah. Long life. Yeah. And ideally, you can do that together. If if your husband can handle that on his own, that'd be awesome because they're his parents. But if you guys want to be like a united front together and do that together, I, I really think it needs to happen way before the wedding. Yeah. And he needs to just be like, Mom, I love you. We want you involved in our lives. But at this rate, it's not going to happen. Like, if you can't respect us and our mm-hmm. our um decisions mm-hmm. as a married couple and our privacy like do you want to see your grandchildren yeah threaten them with the grandkids do you want to see them yeah let me be let me have my let wedding me be. but yeah but also again i would pick your battles of stuff like if there's certain things like she's like i want the cake to be like this if you don't care about the cake like throw her the cake <laughs> See that I can't Ugh. throw her the cake. Sure, because throw then her the cake, but the, she oh, could focus me. on the cake while you can just stay in peace, focusing on the stuff that like matters to you. Like that's the thing. If she's crazy, you can't change her crazy, but you can put boundaries in place and figure out how to avoid and like diminish the amount of crazy that gets put on you. She can figure out the parking situation. Yeah, that's what her, she can figure out. Tell her to set up the chairs, <laughs> Linda. We need you. Freaking Linda. The chairs look terrible. Go yeah. fix it. Go yell Straighten at them. them up. Yeah. But anyways, this is your day. Do what you got to do to survive and make it your day. The second the wedding's over, blinds. <laughs> Tent your windows. <laughs> Move to Europe. Honestly. Yeah. Consider. Yeah. <laughs> you got this, girl. You've got it. I'm also you guys are so cute. You're gonna be good. You guys you just are adorable. Need to get, it's so sad that some people have to think like this, but you need to get past the wedding and then yeah. just enjoy your life. Yeah. And you can laugh about it. You can look yeah. back and be like, oh my God, remember when your mom like punched the the <laughs> usher? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can laugh about it eventually. Just make sure like you hold your sanity and protect those like precious times with you and your husband. Last thing I'm gonna say. I used to work at hotels, which I've said before on the podcast. One of the hotels I used to work at had weddings every weekend. We'd have one Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like every weekend. It was common knowledge the in-laws were the worst. Especially the mother in I I dealt with bridezillas. Mm-hmm. Like I dealt with them. You know who was worse? The, the mother in laws. Yeah. Yeah. In law or mother of bride. Didn't didn't matter. The mothers were the absolute worst. And like the brides would come screaming, crying, throwing hands, like just the worst mood. Like something didn't go right and it was our fault, you know. Um, the mothers straight up would threatened. come for your life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like I would have to whatever guy was working, I'd have to like get them to like stand next to me. And it was just like we had to deal with so it all the time. Necessary. We had to deal with it all the time. And I get that it's stressful, but it's such a, I mean, I mean. So unnecessary. I mean. Honestly, elope. Don't let her get involved at all. <laughs> Surprise, we're married. Surprise! <laughs> Linda will kill no, you. No, <laughs> I literally had friends that got married, just the two of them, in like a courthouse yep. or something and had yep. this beautiful time. And then during the wedding, 
one of my friends in particular, she struggles with like anxiety and like getting upset over stuff. And the whole day I was like, she is so calm and she's so chill. Mm -hmm. Like to the point where I was like, are you high? <laughs> like, yeah. why are you so chill? One of the most stressful things is the paperwork too. Yeah, and she just said, she was like, we actually got married a month ago. So like, I don't care what happens today. Yeah. And I was like, dang. Yeah. That's beautiful. It's very clever. You got to do what you got to do. You do what's best for you. Yeah. Enjoy your day, whatever it takes. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Crap, I thought we were done. We still have nope. your story. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Guys, when we record a twofer, it gets a little, everything gets mushed. Well, you know what's and I'm gonna make this even tired. more mushed? What? This is weird. We didn't plan this. Mine's about a wedding also. Oh, let's get into it. We're on a wedding roll. Get into it, yeah. This one is titled, I Don't Want to Be a Bridesmaid. <gasps> and Shoot. that's on life, mama. <laughs> okay, here we go. If you let me know how to get out of it, <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> at this rate. It's easy. You go, oh, that's so sweet. But no. <laughs> you could say that. I could never. I'm like, yeah, and you want me to plan everything? Oh, and the dress is $5,000? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nose are healthy. <laughs> okay. Hi, Ashley and Taryn. I would like to stay anonymous, but you can know my name. I'm 27 years old and an Enneagram type five. Ooh. Recently, my childhood best friend, Maria, caught me off guard by asking me to be a bridesmaid in her wedding. A little backstory. We've been friends since seventh grade. From the day we met in quiet study, we were inseparable and stayed best friends all through high school. Toward the end of senior year, I remember feeling sad because I knew our friendship would change. We live in New York. I was going to college in Nashville while she was going to Boston. I did my best to communicate how I was feeling to her, and she would assure me that we were going to be fine. We'd stay best friends. We'd talk all the time, hang out whenever we were home on breaks and hang out every summer. I didn't really believe her because I knew how she was. She's an out of sight, out of mind kind of person. But she put so much effort into convincing me everything would be fine that I started to believe her. We went to college and I was going through it. It was my first time being away from home. There was roommate drama, not directly with me, but it was a stressful situation to live in <laughs> and family drama going on. To be clear, I am the farthest thing from a clingy person. If anything, I have issues opening up to people. I had reached out to Maria when I was having a really bad day, maybe once every few weeks, and she never responded. At first, I understood. I knew she was in a sorority and it was super busy, so I didn't think much of it. But after this happened a number of times, I started to get annoyed. She would always reach out to me when she was having a bad day. 
sometimes calling at like three in the morning and I'd roll myself out of bed to talk to her. So the resentment on my end started to build. I felt like I was being a good friend to her, but it wasn't being reciprocated. Finally, after a couple months, I told her just that. I felt taken advantage of and like we were becoming two different people going in two different directions. She told me I was overreacting. She knew she hadn't been a great friend, but that she promised to do better. I told her, let's just take a breather from each other and we can talk about it when we're both home on spring break. We met up to talk and the conversation didn't go well. I tried explaining to her how I felt like I was always there for her, but she was just never there for me. I'm not the best at talking about my feelings, so I had it all written down um, in a letter for her to read. She read it and was like, yeah, I know I did all of that. And to see it written down makes me feel really shitty, but I'm not sure what you want me to do. I'd been thinking about this conversation for a while, so I told her if there's if there is nothing she wants to do to fix it, then I think it's best we go our separate ways. And that's when she got mad. She didn't understand why I wouldn't want to be friends anymore. And I explained that we are both growing and changing in such different directions that if I met her today, I would probably not be her friend. She had become a party girl who drank, did drugs, and always was with a different guy while I was on the complete opposite end. I went to church every Sunday and stayed in watching movies with my friends most weekends. I didn't care that she was doing what she was doing if it made her happy, but we just had such different interests now. Every time I saw her, she wanted to take me to a bar or a club, and that's just not my world. But she literally said no. We're staying friends and wouldn't let me break up with her. This sounds like a relationship, but I promise it's just a friendship. Ever since that day, I kind of made up my mind to stop trying and let the ball be in her court. And there were times when we didn't talk for a long time. We graduated college, I moved back to New York, and she has moved around to a couple different states, but moved to New Jersey about a year ago. Our friendship has turned into an awkward once-a-year meetup. You know those friends who you cannot talk to or see forever and pick it right up where you left off? Yeah, this is not one of those friendships. There's always awkward silences. Neither of us knows anything about the other's life, but we, at least because I don't actually know how she feels, feel obligated to catch up every once in a while. Like I said, she moved to New Jersey in April of 21, and we didn't catch up until January of 22. I'd gotten her save the date a few months prior, so I didn't think there was a possibility she would ask me to be in the wedding. My sister and mom kept saying they had a feeling that she would ask me, but I thought I would never ask her to be my bridesmaid. So I don't think she would ask me. My sister and I go to her apartment, and right as we're about to leave for dinner, she tells me to wait goes and grabs a box and starts walking towards me. <laughs> I've received many box, immediately, box form. <laughs> immediately in my head, I know what it is and I'm starting to panic. WTF. Why is she doing this? My sister, being completely oblivious, goes, OMG, is that a like Christmas gift? <laughs> I could have smacked her in that moment. Maria says, no, it's not, and tells me to open the box. There is a note asking me to be a bridesmaid along with a couple of gifts. I break out into a sweat. Maria, her fiance, and my sister are staring at me, so I have no choice and after a few seconds of silence, go, oh, my gosh, of course. <laughs> and she adds in quotes. For days after, I'm traumatized. 
I cannot believe she asked me to be in the wedding and I can't believe I said yes. It was bothering me so much that I text her and essentially say I wasn't expecting to be in the wedding. In response, she says she knew I wouldn't expect it, but as her oldest friend, she couldn't imagine getting married without me standing up there by her side. Now I am in her wedding and got roped into going to Florida for the bachelorette party. (laughs) I tried to talk to her about not going because I still don't drink or party and her friends and her can get really wild. She guilted me into going and told me I can bring my sister along so I have someone to hang out with. All the feelings I had in college are coming back up and I feel so uncomfortable being in the wedding. I already paid for my Florida trip, bought my dress, got it altered, and I'm going to the bridal shower in a few weeks. The wedding is in July. I feel so trapped and I feel like I have to go through with being in this wedding. In some ways, it feels like this is our last hurrah, the last major event of our friendship. It's like in the UA episode with Alicia and Remy where you guys compared a friendship to a TV show that has continued on long past the time that it should have ended. That's what I feel like with Maria. I know this was long, but I appreciate any advice that you can give to get me through this. I just want it to be over already. Thanks. P.S. I admire your friendship and love how you guys preach how important communication is. It has helped me so much in my life. Love that. First of all, I loved all the details. I know. I feel like I am, I've stepped into your world. Yeah. And I know so much about Maria now that I feel like. I have yeah. so much I want to talk about. You know what's funny is I know we are going to have completely opposite things to say. Oh, interesting. Why? Because I feel like, and maybe I'm putting words in your mouth, I feel like you're the type that's like, no, you need to say no. You need to like, if she's this, like you need to stand up for yourself. You need to do what's right for you. That's what I would guess you would say in this situation. I Or like lean more towards that. Whereas I feel like I have a little bit like similar like foundation, but a little bit different what I would say. But also it's coming very much from like how I view things. Right. So I'm just interested to see if I'm right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say 50-50. Okay. Would I have accepted the wedding bridesmaid uh, imitation? I feel like yes. I, I don't know that I could tell someone no that genuinely wanted me to be in their yeah. bridesmaid wedding. Be a bridesmaid in their wedding. I can't talk. I'm so sorry. Be a bridesmaid wedding. Would I plan anything in the wedding? No. Yeah. Which it doesn't sound like she has been a part of. Would I, if if I'm not a partier and I don't drink, I want nothing to do with a bachelor party. Yeah. I wouldn't go. Mm -hmm. I would still be a bridesmaid. I'd buy the dress. I would do all the things for her. I would help her have her day, but I wouldn't do anything beyond that. Mm -hmm. I would be doing the bare minimum. There it is. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I obviously, if you guys have a, a distance strained friendship and she, you don't consider her to be a friend anymore, then you showing up and being a bridesmaid is actually a huge thing. Like yeah. that's very kind of you yeah. to like put your feelings aside and be there for her when she's asking you to. So that's a very, like very sweet, unexpected thing that yeah. you're doing already. Having to put yourself through the bachelorette party feels like hell. So yeah. I probably would have backed out of that yeah <laughs> skirted out of the bachelorette Skirt. situation um but i think you have a very good grasp on i th- i think what you wrote down was very healthy i think you have a very good grasp on how she's not meeting your needs and how she's not a good friend for you and how you guys shouldn't really pursue a friendship anymore because you ha- you aren't friends essentially yeah. um 
So I I think I think you're really ugh, I'm going to assume something. Mm-hmm. I'm going to assume that Maria doesn't have a lot of close friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to assume that because she's known you the longest, she is wanting you to be like that close best friend yeah. person that she doesn't have. I don't know, though. Yeah. Obviously, I don't know a lot. <laughs> but that's I mean, just my guess. Yeah. The thing is, so I think, again, everyone has their own opinion. I think your time to bail passed. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think if you wanted to get out of it, that should have happened, like, the next day. Like, yeah. I, I probably, too, would have said, well, obviously, I can't say no to most things. But if I were you being like, I don't want to be in this wedding, I get saying yes because everyone's staring at you. It's oh, awkward. For sure. But then I would have said, hey, can we have dinner and explained my side? Um, but if you've already paid for this trip, you have a dress, you're involved in the plan. It's done. It, it is very detrimental to weddings when people pull out last yeah. minute. Especially a so key player. So you would have to straight up hate this girl to yeah. like put her through that. Yeah. That's not fair. Um, even like I've been a part of a wedding where like it was very apparent throughout it. Like the bride was like, me and this specific girl are not going to be friends after this. But she sat back and we had this conversation and she's like, basically I'm left with either I have this massive friend breakup and go into my wedding Wedding like traumatized by this or like we try to have the best time we can and then afterwards Mm -hmm. we'll see what happens, you Mm -hmm. know? So I think that there is an extent of timing that's at play. I'm very curious because... I have a lot of friends that we've kept in contact from childhood or like early school years that I would say like we go lots of time without talking. I might not even agree with like that we're on the same page with a lot of stuff in our lives now. Mm-hmm. But I think that like there there came a point in each of those friendships where I was able to like see the direction it was going accept it and then now like it's great like when you pop up you pop up if I pop up I pop up Mm -hmm. um some of them I will probably ask to be my wedding because they were literally my first friends like and I feel like a wedding is such a culmination point it is so it's like everyone that's come in your life yeah you want like your current friends you want like family you want like people who've been in your life forever Mm -hmm. um I think there's something symbolic of that Mm -hmm. so I think you should see it from that viewpoint not Mm -hmm. just like why am I in this but like no like you were crucial person to her and her life and finding this person yeah yeah the way that you talk about the friendship you are still very clearly like angry yeah and so I think that that's why everything is muddied because when you are angry at someone every single it's like putting on a pair of glasses yeah like have you seen those videos where they put on a red light and they tell artists to try to paint what they think are the right colors but it's impossible to tell Mm -hmm. so then you turn it on and it's like she has purple hair she has like green skin whatever i think that when you're angry you are so clouded by those emotions that it's hard to see anything because anything that's done towards you you're going to like scoff at, you're going to be like, how dare she say that when when probably the other person is not even aware Mm -hmm. that their actions are being perceived as that. Mm -hmm. So I think 
And I, get, dude, I I have a, a a friendship that is no longer really a part of my life that ended in that same way where I really needed them and they've fully pieced out. Yeah. And when they came back in my life, I was like, I'm not able to like do this anymore. So mm-hmm. I I'm not. I'm not minimizing what you went through. And I think that is definitely grounds to like feel like you can't trust a person to be there for you. Yes. However, I do think like you carrying around this anger and being upset whenever you have to see her upset with exchanges, just looking for ways to get rid of her. Like that's only affecting you. And like, I don't want you to hold that anymore. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that you, you need to find a way to either cross over to like, this friendship is what it is. Like we hang out every once in a while. Stop expecting her to be something she's not. Yeah. We can talk about where our lives are at. Sometimes it's awkward. Sometimes it's cool. I guarantee you, if you let go of the anger, it's not going to be as awkward Mm -hmm. or you need to just have another conversation where you're like, hey, like I'm cutting you off and it needs to be more drastic. Mm-hmm. But I think carrying around this anger, being in this limbo, being upset about every interaction, that's not healthy for you. So yeah. I think that you've got to weed it out to see it for what it is and what you want it to be. Yeah. I also I agree. I think. Obviously, we don't know you. She could be very angry with all the past stuff. Mm-hmm. But she also it seems like. She says, like, she knows that they've gone in two different directions. She knows that they're, like, they just have two different interests. And she, her friend's a partier. She's not. Like, it sounds like you have a really good grasp on that. And this could be just, like, a really, like, uncomfortable situation. Um, But you've already committed to it. You're doing the bachelorette party. Yeah. So let's strategize for a second. Bachelorette party, you get to bring your sister Awesome. You guys should like come up with a code. Yeah. For first of all, you should loop your sister in because it sounds like you haven't fully told her everything. Loop in the sister. So you have a partner during the entire bachelorette party. When stuff gets weird or you start feeling angry or you start feeling like taken advantage of or you just feel uncomfortable, say your little code word and then you guys can run off to the corner like grab some pizza or something. Or like go up to her with a shot and be like, this one's for you. Yeah, Love yeah. you, girl. And then have her take a shot and be like, okay, I'm going to turn it out. But also communicate those expectations before mm-hmm. of saying, hey, I want to be a part of this, but I'm just letting you know I'm not comfortable in certain environments. Yeah. So I'm going to be as present as I can. Yeah. But also, if I do have to back out, please don't take that personal. Like, Or go to bed early. Yeah. You also don't have to stay awake and yeah. go to all of the clubs that they're going to go to. Yeah. Like, No one's asking but you. But just to- like... Pre. If like, you make that know. very clear, yeah. she can't get mad at you for it later. With that information. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And same thing for the... I just hit the <laughs> mic with my nose so hard. Same <laughs> thing for the wedding. Include your sister on what's going on. Obviously be there. Be present to support her and like love, you know, the, re- the uniting of her and her husband. But like... You don't have to stay long after. Yeah. You don't have to like be there till the last person leaves. Like you can do your thing and be there and then yeah. give her a big hug and be like, I'm so happy for you. Yeah. And then leave. And then and it also it helps when you're just like, oh, this day is not about me. This yeah. is about her. Yeah. So then you just ro- like you literally just float. Yeah. And be like, oh, you want me to wear this? Cool. You want me to go oh, take care of to... the in-law that's being annoying? Cool. I'd love to. I don't know you her. Want me to I don't pose care in about this her. Photo? Yeah. Cool. Like. <laughs> Whatever. I'll do yeah. whatever because this is about you. Yeah. I'm supporting you in this day. Yeah. And then you just go away. Yeah. And yeah. you can go back to like meeting up with her once a year. Yeah. You know, um, 
I I love that she included your sister in this. I, yeah, th- like, I think I that think is your saving nice. grace. Yeah. And I think that's going to get you through all of the next events that'll yeah. be coming your way. Um, you sound like a very healthy, very aware person. Uh, and so maybe in the future, after the wedding, after she's done, maybe you can have a conversation with her. Yeah. Just be like, here's how I've been feeling. Yeah. But until then, <laughs> buckle don't down. Fight, don't fight the current. Yeah. <laughs> just just freaking put on your floaties. Just vibe, girl. Just your water float wings. down that river. You're going to get through it. it out. And when the wedding's over, maybe plan something fun just for you, you and a friend, you and your sister to celebrate surviving. (laughs) Do what she got to do. And then just float off. Bye, girl. Bye. You got Um, this. Release that. Release all that stuff and just do what you got to do. I completely agree. Um, You've a thousand percent got this anonymous. I feel for you. We hear you. um, And you're going to get through it. Yeah. I, I take back my statement. We were very much on the same page. I don't know why. I think especially because Grumpy Ash was here. I don't feel her anymore, by the way. I feel I've mellowed out. Okay. Because I feel like Grumpy Ash would have been like, no, you do not have to waste your money on her. Who cares? It doesn't matter. It's about you. It does suck. But I do think, I don't think I could personally tell someone yeah. no. Unless I was like, hey, I would probably say something along the lines of, Listen, I want to be there for you, but this is not a good time for me. And yeah. I know I won't be doing my part or making this a fun yeah. time for you. So I'm going to bow out. <laughs> yeah. I would have said something along that, the lines of that. But yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Also, in general, I love weddings. I know weddings are great. Yeah. Someday I'll have one. Might be to myself <laughs> this week. <laughs> but I'll have one. Oh, she'll I'll have, have my one. day. Let's throw you one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sad okay um here's the dad joke perfect to end us out my (laughs) this is great my recliner and i we go way back oh my god (laughs) actually that be that might be like one of my favorites it's so good it's It's so simple it's clean it's clean clean guys if you made it to the dad joke we love you the mostest thank you so much for listening uh this was the wedding episode so You know, if you are sitting on some wedding drama, a little situation that's sticky you want advice on, take the time to please write us an email, fill in all the dirty details so that we can advise you properly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be talking to you guys in the next episode, which will be coming Love Monday. You so much. Love you. Bye. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings. 
but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.